Welcome to The Fight with Teddy Atlas, presented by Dynamic Striking. I'm Ken Rideout, joined as always by Boxing Hall of Famer, the legend Teddy Atlas. Teddy, how you doing? Good, good. I'm, I'm still a little full from those crumpets I had last week. <laughs> um, <laughs> a little heavy, a little heavy in the stomach, but um, I'm, I'm working hard to... Uh, to burn them off and to never eat crumpets again. I'm just kidding. I've, uh, <laughs> to, to never be forced to eat them again. But, well, uh, there won't be won't be any crumpets on the menu this weekend. We've got the uh, the money man Floyd Mayweather in a pay per view all action fight with boxing superstar Logan Paul. <laughs> what are you looking for in this one, Teddy? <laughs> uh, a lot of money. A lot of money. They must have met <laughs> Floyd's price of a hundred million, right? If you meet his yeah. price, he, you know, he signs up. I don't know what the money is, but I'm sure I'm not far off. Uh, you know, the, you get his price, and you get him to sign on to one of these extravagances, one of these money makers. Uh, it's a money grab, but hey, I, I think any fighter who's had a career and that's been in that ring. Uh, taking the chances like Floyd, they deserve to make whatever they can. So I don't begrudge them anything. It's up to the people to pay for it. I don't begrudge them anything, not at all. But I got a slightly different twist on this one that's probably going to get a lot of attention. It's probably going to uh, get some people a little crazy uh, and and uh, maybe raise some blood pressures around the country a little bit. But... Uh, it almost sounds like blasphemy for me to even, oh God, I don't know. I might need another crumpet to get this out. But it almost seems like blasphemy for me to even get this across my lips. But uh, uh, there could be danger here for Floyd. I know I, I said it, okay? I said it. I, I'm not saying it because of the athlete that Paul is, the fighter, the background, any of that. Of course, he doesn't have anything in that area. But uh, when does Floyd not become Floyd? When has Floyd ceased to exist? When is it not Floyd anymore? I think people are forgetting that. He's 44 years old. He hasn't fought for four years. He had some exhibition two years ago, some, I don't know if it was even real, uh, in Japan where he got paid a lot of money for 139 seconds. Uh, that's a little longer than Spinks last with Tyson, but with a 20-year-old kickboxer. And again, I don't even know if it was real, um, but he got paid to go to Japan and do that two years ago. Um, he could have got out of the shower and did that, right? I mean, you know, he could have, you know, get off the plane, transatlantic flight, get off the plane, take a shower, get in there, uh, spend 139 seconds, and then go home. So I don't know if he even trained for that. I don't know. I respect Floyd a lot. He's a smart man. He picks his spots. He knows how to make money. He was a great fighter, great defensive fighter, uh, tremendous, tremendous counterpuncher, uh, all those things. And he deserves to make whatever the people would pay him, the market will pay him. He deserves it. He took the risk. He took the risk. Uh, but at what point is he not Floyd? One day, he's going to get in that ring with whoever he's in there with, and he's not going to be Floyd anymore. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that day comes now, but I know he's given up 30 pounds. I know he's fighting a guy that... I use the word fighting loosely, but listen, it's a fight. They're going to go in there and try to hurt each other. And he's in there with a guy who is 30 pounds bigger and takes the sport serious. The Paul brothers, for whatever you want to say, they respect the sport enough to learn it. 
to go out there, train diligently, learn the, what they can learn the right way by the by people that can teach them the right things, and they put the time into respecting the sport. I give them credit for that. Yeah, a lot of people hate these guys. I give them credit for that. And, if, and they got followers on YouTube, and they're building it into this, and they've been smart enough to build it into this. To make, why not? That's the American way, right, Ken? Yep. Really, it is. So why not? Go ahead. It's up to people to buy it. They're not putting a gun to your head. But I do get concerned with a great fighter like Floyd that represents boxing the way he does and where a lot of people forget that he's 44, forget he's given up 30 pounds, forget that he hasn't fought basically for four years in a real fight. They think it's still the same Floyd. And it's not. And I don't know what version of Floyd it'll be, but I know that it becomes a slippery slope when you keep doing this this game because sooner or later, it's kind of like the great magician. That's what he is. He's a great magician. He disappears on you. He always was. You know, he makes your punches disappear, right? He, he, he's a great magician. He's a David Copperfield. He makes things go away makes punches go away. But when does he become that old magician who isn't that guy anymore and who the cards are falling out of his sleeve <laughs> and the trick's not working anymore? When does he become that guy? I don't know if he does, but he could. It's possible. Hey guys, quick break to give a shout out to our newest sponsor, privacy.com. Privacy.com lets you buy things online or send money using a virtual card instead of having to use your real credit card or debit card. This is an incredible service. Honestly, I use it myself. I've had my American Express number hacked multiple times. I feel like I'm getting a new card every other month. I now use exclusively privacy.com for all my online purchases. It's free to use. It allows you to track all your online purchases in one place. And you can even get 1% cash back on all your purchases with the pro service. If you'd like to give it a try, head over to privacy.com slash Atlas and you'll automatically get five bucks to spend on your first purchase if you sign up now. Again, head over to privacy.com slash Atlas, A-T-L-A-S, to try this free service and get five bucks to spend on your first purchase when you sign up. Let's break it down for the fans. Give it the earnest breakdown. The earnest breakdown. A fair breakdown. He's in there with a guy who's never won a fight. He's 0-2. He's got a draw, and he's got a loss to another fellow YouTuber. But he's a big, 190-pound, strong guy. He can punch a little bit. He does know some basics. He knows how to jab. He knows how to use his legs and stand the right way on the outside. He does all, okay, Teddy, stop. Stop! Come on. He's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Stop. All right. I'm with you. But here's the thing. Here's the thing nobody's thinking about. Nobody. Even with these kind of fights, that old axiom makes sense. It's true. Styles make fights. Floyd Mayweather is not a go-get-you guy. He's a counterpuncher. He's a magician. He's a guy that beats you to the punch, a guy who times you. He needs cooperation. Guys come after him, it's like going into a meat grinder. He makes you miss, he spits you out. He punches back, he counters, he does all. He's great speed, all these things. He's 44-year-old counterpuncher. He's going to fight a bigger, longer, taller, physically stronger guy who's going to stay on the outside, knows enough how to jab and f move around, 
and it's only six rounds. It's only six rounds. These things mean something. It's only six rounds. He's going to play around, fool around, not play around, but you know what I mean. He's going to move around on the outside with his jab. And Floyd, that's not Floyd's game. Floyd's game is, you know, to counterpunch, to, to outbox you, to outscore you, not to seek and destroy. If he was Tyson, let me say this very plainly so people get a visual picture. If this was Tyson, forget about 190, 200, Tyson's 210, 220 now. Forget it. I don't care about the weight. Just the style. If this was Mike Tyson fighting this guy, Paul, Paul gets knocked out in about 30 seconds or as long, <laughs> as, it, or as, long as it takes to walk out there and say hello. Hello, bang! Because he's aggressive, because he's a fighter, because he's got the talent and the experience, all that stuff that Floyd has, but because he's aggressive, he's not a counterpart. He's going to go get the freaking guy. Floyd's not going to go get the guy. He's going to have time to hide. He's going to have time to kill. He's going to have time to exist. He's going to have time to survive. He's going to have time to jab and move on the outside. Time, time, time. Time is the key here. That might not be Floyd's time anymore at 44. That there might not be enough time for Floyd to get to this guy. Because let's not forget the McGregor fight. I'm going to give you an x-ray, a CAT scan breakdown of this fight. Conor McGregor, of course, much better than Paul. I get it. He was a real fighter, a real champion. You know, a, a MMA, not a boxer, but he wasn't a boxer. But he was a great striker in the MMA world. <laughs> He's a southpaw. He he was a, he, you know, he's a good puncher, and he's a real fighter. He knows how to handle that domain. He knows how to f handle the pressures of being in the ring. He he understood that. So he's a whole different animal. I get it, but he still wasn't a fighter. He wasn't a professional boxer, and everybody thought it was a joke. And after four rounds, I was there calling a fight for ESPN for Sports Center. After four rounds with my man, Charlie Monahan, who's the greatest director in the game, uh, with uh, works for ESPN. I was sitting there ringside, and also with Chael Sonnen, uh, who's, well, he just does a great job, like all those guys do in the, in the UFC and the MMA world. But I'm sitting there ringside after four rounds, Ken, guess who's winning? It wasn't Floyd Mayweather. It wasn't Floyd, it was a guy named Conor McGregor. It was Conor McGregor because he was able to stay on the outside. Styles matter. Styles matter. He was able to stay on the outside with that long reach, southpaw, and he was able to score with his jab and, jab and keep Floyd from doing what he does, counter. Styles matter. And he was able to get a lead after four rounds. Here's the difference. It was a 12-round fight. Floyd is special. And Floyd said, oh, my holy, you know what? Holy poo-poo, as my grandson would say. Wow. I got a freaking, I got to change here. I got to change up here. I got to adjust here. I got to do something I don't normally do. I got to go get him. I got to go break him down. I got to go get this freaking guy. And he did. And he started putting pressure, and he broke him down. He started putting pressure on him for six straight rounds, and he finally broke him down. I think he stopped him in the 10th. He finally got to him. And, you know, but he had to do it in a way that he, didn't normally do business. He knew he had to do it, and he did. But he had 12 rounds to do it. It took him 10. There's only six rounds here. I don't think Floyd's got the time to do that, number one. I know he's in there with a lesser guy, but a bigger guy. And number two, here's another 
variable that nobody's talking about or even considering. The fight's in June. They moved it up. Floyd's been out of fighting, real fighting, for four years. He had that exhibition two years ago, whatever. But uh, he just, whatever. But four years, and he's 44 years old. He, they moved his fight up to accommodate, you know, I guess whatever. They had to accommodate with the dates for the pay-per-view, for, to whatever, from the business side of it. I don't know if he had enough time to prepare after being off basically four years. I don't know if he had enough time. I don't know. I know he always keeps in pretty good shape. But I don't know. This, this guy's 26 years old. I don't know if he had enough time. If he's take, Maybe he's taken for granted. It happens. I, I don't need time. Give me two weeks. <laughs> Give me a half hour. You know what I mean? Really? Really? Here, here what do you got here? Well, I, give me 15 minutes and uh, bring the check and and I'll meet you. I'll meet you at the ring. I'll see you in know. Miami. <laughs> I'll see you in Miami, baby. Let I, me give you know. this. Let me give you this, some stats. So Floyd's four, forty-four years old. He's five-eight with a seventy-two-inch reach, while Paul is twenty-six years old, six-two with a seventy-six-inch reach. Uh, Floyd can't weigh more than one sixty. Paul can't weigh more than one ninety. Six three-minute rounds. Um, before Paul, we Paul into- is not Paul. Paul is 190, and you said he can't be more than 160. Floyd, Floyd's not 160 pounds. So if he comes in 160, guess what? I have a news memo. I don't think you need it from Teddy. He's not in shape. He's not in his best shape. I think he, he weighed 154 against McGregor. Yeah. So okay, good. He could fight at that. But I'm just saying. Go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Go ahead. No, so uh, for the guys at MyBookie, check them out at MyBookie.ag. Use the promo code ATLAS for a 50% credit on your first deposit. Um, The line is minus 1,000 on Mayweather, plus 550 on Paul. Like I said, six three-minute rounds. Given all that, are you comfortable with Floyd enough to lay $1,000 to make 100? No. I know this is gonna this is gonna rock the world out there of, of this podcast stuff. People are gonna say, you know, what? Come on, Teddy, what? Teddy, you're always a credible, reasonable, respectful, right? I try to be, um, you know, uh, person that stays within the realm of reality, right? I mean, look, I even got this sign here. Where is it? I still got it. I mean, I mean, this is my address. <laughs> I mean that's right that's where we live yep. but so people are going to say oh come on Teddy stop but no I don't because of what I just said because it's only six rounds he's 44 years old this guy can box a little on the outside he can survive and who knows what I, I don't know I'm not saying he beats him but I, I definitely would put money if I put it anywhere I put it going the distance I, I it feels that way to me it smells that way to me it figures that way for the, the way I'm, I'm breaking it down, looking at things. I would, uh, you know, you can tell us what the, what the numbers are for going the distance for the people out there. Going the distance, you're getting plus 175 on. Yes, it will go the distance. You have to lay 300 uh, if you think it'll go under. So, I mean, you're getting plus money on the distance. I, I tend I, to I, think I'm it goes the distance. A, I'm, I'm, that's what I said. And, yeah. I, I, that's what I would bet. I, I know people are going to, but when you make some money, you know, you can at least, uh, I don't know, you can buy me some crumpets. I don't know. Yeah, if, you think, you can, if, you, if you think Mayweather will knock him down, you can get um, 
You have to lay 550 to make a hunch. Uh, if you don't think he'll get knocked down, 100 gets you back 250. I'm betting the don'ts. I'm betting the distance. I'm betting the don'ts that he don't get knocked down, that he stays away, uh, that he's able to survive. Six rounds ain't enough for Floyd to come out of character and have to march forward like he did with McGregor and go get him. I don't think. I think the clock's going to come up short. Uh, he, he's going to he's going to beat the clock, Paul. Uh, I I also here's here's another variable and a X factor that's really important. I don't know. It, it's about character too. It's it's about talent. It's about experience. Paul's big. He's strong. He don't have the experience. Obviously, he don't have the expertise. He doesn't have the talent to, to even talk about the realm of Floyd Mayweather. Come on, let's stop. It's like comparing a pond. It's like uh, com- <laughs> a pond. What am I talking about? I mean, it's com- uh, like uh, like one of those pools. You 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 put the little two-month-old baby in uh, in the plastic pools in the backyard comparing that to the Atlantic Ocean. Guess what? It's, it's, it's no comparison, right? Okay. So as far as I go, I'm not knocking him. I'm not, not trying to be disparaging. I'm telling the truth. There's, 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 there's no comparison. But but here's where the but is. You, you got a guy. You got a guy now where you're going to you're, you're gonna go you're gonna go in there and you're gonna be able to stay away for six three minute rounds that's 18 minutes right last I checked right that's it that's 18 minutes so for 18 minutes with a 44 year old guy who it's probably gonna take him four rounds to get his engine going really it took him four rounds to get his engine going with McGregor it's gonna take Floyd a few rounds to even get his engine going. I mean, you're getting some things in your favor considering that you have nothing else in your favor. And here's the other thing. Here's the key. One of the really big ones. It always also comes down to character, temperament, mental makeup. What is your mental makeup? Are you tough enough, determined enough styles? Are you aggressive enough, willing enough to take a risk to go in there? Maybe if he's if it's close in the late rounds and he survived, to do enough to try to do more than survive. Are you that temperament? I don't know if he is. In the fight that he lost, I watched it, Paul. He didn't go after it in the last round. It was a six-round fight. He lost to another YouTuber, a strong guy, a guy that was throwing wing haymakers at him, and, and they both hurt each other. You know, and the referee, the referee, uh, uh, Paul dropped the guy, but he didn't count it a knockdown. He took points away from him because he said on the knockdown, he held him behind the neck with the uppercut. So it, it was one of those things where, you know, it was an X factor in there where uh, he didn't get credit for a knockdown. The other guy knocked Paul down early in a fight. He hit him with a right hand behind the ear. Um, so look. I'm looking at the temperament. I have to make a quick guess here because I don't have a lot of a body of evidence. I don't have a lot to look at, but I know what I'm looking at. I've, I've been in the business 45 years. I shouldn't need a lot. So I'm looking at his temperament in the sixth round, Ken. He didn't go after the guy. They both needed that sixth round to win. He lost by a point. They both needed that sixth round to win, and Paul didn't go after him. So he didn't show me. Forget about his lacking of experience, his lacking of talent, his lacking of expertise. Forget all that. We know that. But the other part, the character, the willingness, you know, what you're made of, 
what what floats your boat you know who you are he he didn't have that confidence that 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 urgency to say i'm gonna go get this guy and i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna try to win this fight he 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 boxed the last round but he needed to do more than that i didn't see that kind of makeup that he's mentally strong enough and again to his to his defense he he's never been in this world before so give him credit for doing what he's doing i'm giving him credit and that he found a way to make money. I'm giving him credit. It's the American way. Beautiful, baby. Go get it if you can. Do it without doing anything wrong to hurt people. Go ahead. Go ahead. But what I'm saying is, and a lot of people are going to be surprised, but Teddy, it hurts the integrity of the sport. No, people know what the real boxes are. People know what where the real fighters are. People understand that they're going to be watching Fury and Wilder again. They're going to see Joshua and Usyk if they fight. They're going to be watching the great Manny Pacquiao uh, against Spence. I mean, they know what the real fights are. This is different. This is this is a, a I don't want to call it a sideshow, but it's a sideshow. You know, it, it's a distraction. It's just for people to to dream. To, to be distracted, to s- people that maybe just don't do athletic things to say, hey, look, one of my guys, guy that represents me, a guy that used to play YouTube games, he, he now he went from the YouTube <laughs> to the ring, to the ring, where it's real, it's, it's real virtual reality, wow, wow, holy cow, it's like watching the movie The Matrix, where it becomes unplugged, and now you're in the real world, wow, so yeah, they these promoters are smart, they're geniuses, they like into something here they really have and and they're they're getting the benefits and they're reaping the rewards of it again the american way free enterprise but what i'm talking about now is not the physical components i don't know if paul can mentally handle the pressures that it is to get in that furnace it's a furnace it's a furnace of emotion it's a furnace of fear it's a it's a furnace of 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 threat, of 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 pressure, it is. It's it really is. It's it's a it's a storm, baby. To get in that ring, to be on that stage, on that platform, in that ring alone, to handle that feeling. Floyd can handle it. These great fighters, they live a lifetime learning how to become comfortable in an uncomfortable environment, in a threatening environment. How to eat ice cream and, and jab with the other hand. Eat ice cream with the right hand and jab with the left while somebody's trying to take your head off. I mean, they learn to be comfortable in a place that should never be comfortable, really, for most people. And I don't know if this guy has the wherewithal, the, the, the temperament, the mental toughness just to, just to handle that part. Just to handle that part. That, that just that, that's a big part, guys. That's a huge part, guys. That alone can be like watching rock salt on ice in the winter. It can melt you. You ever put rock salt on ice in the winter and you watch it right in front of you? I do it. You know, my, my steps get icy. And I put it there and I watch the ice melt. Well, people can melt, can melt from that pressure, from that anxiety, from that fear, from those feelings. They can melt. So that aside, see, that's the one X factor. Maybe he melts. Maybe he melts. Maybe he melts. But aside from him melting, 
I didn't know I was going to be talking about Fawzi the Snowman. My grandson's going to watch this one. <laughs> he's going to he, he's going to watch this episode. But aside from him melting, I don't even know if there's enough time because when I put that rock salt down, it did take a couple hours. It took a couple hours to get it completely done to get through all that ice. He's only got six rounds to melt him. Just with that, being that it's that short of a distance, being that he's 44. Being he hasn't fought basically for four years in a real fight for four years, being that he's only had 20 minutes to get ready for this fight, I don't know how long he had, but he hasn't had long to get ready for this fight, right? Being all of those things, being that this guy, Paul, has respected the sport, he's 30 pounds, uh, 30 pounds heavier, he's, he's, he's much longer, he's bigger, he, he's respected the sport. He knows the basics. He knows how to jab, set up a right hand, use his feet on the outside. With all that being said, and I'm going to go back to it, six rounds and Floyd, it's not Floyd's style. It's not Floyd's style. If this was Errol Spence, all right, forget it. Just like I said with Tyson, if this is Errol Spence, Errol Spence knocks him out in one, one round. Errol Spence goes and he gets him, puts pressure on him. All those things he brings to the forefront, the feelings, not being able to handle that feeling, that pressure, that fear, that anxiety, it chokes him to death. It chokes him to death besides that the punches are beyond him to knock him to death. So if it's Errol Spence, it's over. But it's not Errol Spence. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Errol Spence is better than the great Floyd Mayweather. That's not the point. It's Styles. Floyd's not going to go after him. And having said all of that, and I think I said it the right way, and I took my time to explain it the right way. With all that having been said, my good people out there, it scares me a little bit. A little bit. A little bit. I know people are going to say, Teddy lost it. Teddy's completely lost it. <laughs> he's completely lost it. He, he, he's disrespecting boxing. He's disrespecting Floyd. No, far from the truth. I couldn't have more respect for my sport. I couldn't have more respect for Floyd. I, I said it already. But I'm pointing out things that need to be pointed out if you're going to get the proper perspective of this fight. And no, I'm not paid by Triller or whoever's promoting this thing to, to make it showtime, to make it look. I've, uh, I think you know me better than that. I think I've earned... I think I've earned through my reputation over the years not to be even challenged by that kind of thinking. I think I have. I think I have. And um, that's it. That's, that's it, Ken. That's, that's, I, don't think, I don't think anyone's going to be uh, accusing you of being in cahoots with uh, Steven Espinosa at Showtime. <laughs> no, that, that little idiot. <laughs> I, I said it. I said it. I said it. Yeah, I said it. Okay. <laughs> Some of these executives don't deserve the paydays they get, but they, they make it despite themselves because there's a product out there, there's a delivery system out there with a great network, and they, and, and, and they still get it. They still, they're still able to get numbers that they're able to exist and keep their job. But if they knew how to do their job a little better, it could be better. It could be better. It could be better. And it could be putting better fights on in a more consistent manner instead of these one-sided fights. I'm not talking about their big fights when they put a big fight on. Of course, they're going to get decent numbers. But when they put that crap on on a regular basis, the non-competitive A's against B's, guess what? People are even stupid. 
Steven. People aren't <laughs> stupid. They don't watch. Not when it comes to the regular fights like that. They don't watch. They won't watch because they can watch something that's more competitive. UFC has passed up you guys in that way. And I'm not, again, you have a major cable network. I know you get the numbers when you put a major. I get that. We're not comparing apples and oranges, apples and pineapples. I'm talking about apples and apples, baby. Come on. When you're talking about that and you're putting on just regular fights week to week, UFC has passed you guys up because guess what? Guess what? Every week you put on a UFC fight, pretty much every week, they're competitive because the best guys, top guys, competitive guys, competent guys are getting in there. You're not just putting guys in there to, to build somebody's record so you can trick your audience. Oh, this guy's 102 and oh. Oh, You'll never see a guy in the UFC 16 and 0, 16 first and round knockouts, maybe in the nope. developmental programs, but you won't see him in the UFC. Not, not, Such a not, great he point. won't have 16 UFC fights, 16 first round knockouts. Such an honest point. No, because you've been tested. Because you've been tested. Because you've been put in real fights. He's not 150 and 0 like some of these guys. You know, they could basically become 150 0. I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, really, I know he's a tough guy, but what's your gardener doing next week? Really? Is he busy? <laughs> Uh, really, I'm, I'm a, I know he's a tough gardener. Don't get me wrong, and and a, and a good gardener, and a man of yeah, a man that works hard. And so I'm not knocking him, disparaging him, but I'm just saying if he's free, tell him to call Stevie, baby. You know, maybe maybe get on uh, one of those cards. You know, maybe. on the UFC's hey, recent uh, paper, the most recent. And I do this the- for the fans. I'm telling you, I do it because it's the truth. And and you, the fans, you need somebody. To ask these questions. You need somebody to bring this forward. On the recent pay-per-view card on the UFC, I forget which one it was, but the biggest underdog of the night was at plus 175, and the person won. There it is. You won't see you won't see a, um, a Showtime After Dark or Showbox, whatever it's called, Boxing After Dark, where every single fight is essentially even or or less than a two to one favorite on an A side, it just won't happen. Right, that's so true. You'll see guys that are like risking their lives to get in there with a prospect. So true, Ken. So true. And, and again, we've talked about this with with our, the great Dustin Poirier, really, and he's great. He's great as a human being. He's great as a as a as a UFC fighter. And um, you know, these guys, they get put in a furnace. They get put in a fire. You could lose two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, whatever. But you're learning. You're becoming better. You're being forged. You want to have a blade for battle. These are warriors. They do it with their hands. But you're a warrior. You go out there. You're a samurai. You want to have a samurai sword. What do you do? You put it in a fire. You put it in a fire to forge that blade. Well, how do you forge a human being? The same way. To go in the fire. To become a warrior, to go through, to know that you can depend on yourself, to learn about yourself, to answer questions about yourself. In the UFC, they get those questions answered earlier rather than later. And they're ready for the fire. They're ready for the furnace when the moment comes. A lot of these guys, they're not being done favors by putting in there, putting them in there, you know, with with you know, with with fights that they could win with one hand tied behind the other, you know, and get out of bed and have 10 minutes to get ready. They're not learning nothing. They're not getting better. They're not answering questions. They're not developing 
And a lot of times you'll see a guy, you'll see a guy with that great record. All of a sudden, fight a veteran, bang. You say, what happened? I'll tell you what happened. It's what didn't happen. It's what didn't happen. He didn't get the fights he needed on the way up to become better, to become whole in that way, to answer those questions. You know, I think of a good example when you talk about that is, um, was it Rene Alvarado that um, Cancio beat twice? I mean, beat the hell out of him. And 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 Alvarado, prior to that fight, trained by Freddie Roach, world beater. He They they thought that Cancio, like, oh, let's get the guy from SoCal Gas. We'll beat the hell out of him. And Cancio was like, no, not this guy. And then in the rematch, he beat him up even worse. I mean, I I don't think he's won a fight since. So true, Ken. So true. And, and No, he hasn't, Ken. You're so true. Exhibit A in a court of law for our argument. Exhibit A. Right there. And there's a lot of exhibits. There's a lot of them. And Cancio was the wrong guy. He was the wrong guy. He was the guy we're talking about. He was the guy with losses. He was the guy who had forged through the fire. He was the guy that did get questions answered. He was the guy that lost in order to win. He was that guy. He was the wrong guy for them. I'm sorry, it wasn't, not, not Rene Alvarado, I'm sorry, Alberto Machado, sorry, Machado. not Rene, Rene, Rene yeah, Alvarado no. came back and beat Andrew no, to take his belt, I, I meant um, Alberto Machado, no, hey, apologies. Hey, you, you did what you had to do, you went and you checked it, you went and checked it and you, you corrected it on time, thank God, I'd hate to see what they'd be coming after you with <laughs> if you didn't. Oh, they'd kill thank me. Thank God, they'd kill thank me. God, Ken, thank God, thank <laughs> they're God. They're probably dude. already typing, they're probably all deleting the message, like, oh, they shit, to I already typed it. that. Uh, oh, of course, gotta, they're doing it as soon yeah. as they're listening. Oh, he's yeah, an idiot, yeah. he made a mistake. Yeah, this is what you guys need for my buddy Ken, this one. Here, this, white out, <laughs> okay? That's what you need, okay, guys? Rob, Erase make sure it. we get screenshots of all those uh, posts as soon as they go up. <laughs> Teddy, that's it for me. You got anything else before we sign off? I want to wish everybody, as, as you do, as Rob does, uh, a happy uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, yeah, I hope everyone it, had a good one. Yeah, I, I hope everyone had a good one. I hope everybody enjoyed themselves, stayed safe, stayed healthy, and continue to... Just continue to treat everybody and each other with respect and with, with, with love, with love. What's that song, Ken? I think that's going to become our theme song. We're going to get a theme song. <laughs> We're going to get a theme song. Uh, well, what's that great one? Do you remember that song? Everybody. Oh, well, all, all you need is love. love. All you need is love. The Beatles, right? All yes. you need is love. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. All you need is love. Dun, dun, dun. And, and I say that uh genuinely that's what we need more of we can never get too much love and as i say that as we sign off uh go ahead go forward and attack ken the way i know you're gonna attack him uh for something for something but but again it's all in love because we yeah. love you guys that's for sure. Love doing it. Love talking to you every week. Love the fans, even the ones that are nasty on YouTube. We're listening. We're watching. Anyway, Teddy, thanks for doing this. Uh, great to be with everyone. Look forward to seeing you guys next week, and we'll discuss what happens in the uh, Floyd Mayweather-Logan Paul battle. Yes, sir. Take care, Teddy. Take care. All right.